Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out Fox's new reality show, The Masked Singer. So stay tuned to the end to find out who BJ is behind his mask. You'll never know. Just like why this show is interesting. So BJ, what were your thoughts on The Masked Singer? My first thought is no one has a good perception of height. Oh my <laughs> gosh. In every description, it was like the person is 5'8", 5'10", 5', whatever. And then like the people and the judges thing were always like, wow, that guy's tall. Yeah. Everyone looks tall when they're wearing a three foot mask. It's like, what do you think this is? Yeah. So on this show, we have panelists, Ken Jeong, Jenny McCarthy, Nicole Scherzinger, and Robin Thicke. On the first two contestants that they're trying to guess the identity of, because they're guessing which celebrity could be a singer, could be singing this song. The first two were, I believe, 5'9 and 5'10. Yes. But only when the 5'10 person came out were they like, that person is so tall. That's an athlete. That's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. So that was my first impression, that they just have a skewed view of the world. My confusion is with the choice of the judges. I know that it's a new show, so some singers could have been hesitant to join, but it felt like some of their guesses were really uninformed. Like yes. they just couldn't tell who these people sounded like. And some of the singers behind the masks, really behind the whole furry costumes from The Shining, truly they sounded like professional singers. And some of them kind of sounded like singers to me. Like mm -hmm. one, the monster sounded exactly like T-Pain to me. And so I'm just confused about what the judges were thinking on some of their guesses. Like, for example, the monster, the one that I thought could be T-Pain, he said that he retreated from the public eye for a few years. Into a cave. Into a cave because they do like little funny intros for each monster, which could mean anything. Nicole Scherzinger immediately goes, retreated, public eye, probably a black dude, jail. He went to prison. And her guess was Gucci Mane. She, in the same breath that she said, you're clearly a singer and I detect some soul, also said, is this Gucci Mane? It's crazy. And Kin followed that up with, if you went to jail, Justin Bieber. For years, bro? Justin Bieber is like 23. For years? What? Even if we're following this path of prison. And then I think someone else may have guessed Diddy. And it's like... I oh, just yeah, feel yeah. like if you were at all familiar with the music industry or sound, you would know that probably not P. Diddy. He does not have a soulful voice. He's He sings on so many of his records. And it's like, honestly, it's like jokingly because he's not a singer. Yeah, it's very interesting that when they were making their guesses, it didn't seem like they took into account the singing voice or the performance. Yes, because clearly you could tell if some of these people are more trained singers or if some of them had to use auto-tune to perform. And it's yes. like, why not take that into consideration when guessing? Is this a famous artist or is this just some random person? And one woman was like, I come from Hollywood royalty and I'm not known for my singing. Who do they guess? Kelly Rowland or Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child? Not known for their singing? Also, Hollywood royalty? Like, those are the definition of, like, self-made women. We did not know who they were. We don't know their fan. We don't know Calendria's family. 
and Scary Spice, not even Hollywood or America. Like, at least say Victoria Beckham. She moved to L.A. at least. And you know she yeah. didn't do this damn show. Like, that's still a bad guess, but at least you got the location a at little bit least better. You, yeah, at least you did find my iPhone correctly for that one. It's just like, that's what I'm saying. The guesses were so out there. And I also think the judges, and maybe because it's early in the show, didn't have wonderful chemistry with each other, mm. which is why I think, because I feel like, I don't really watch The Voice, but I feel like those judges really vibe with each other. And so maybe if they got a more cohesive group and more industry people, because I feel like this show is kind of talking down to music listeners or like anyone listening or watching as far as the guesses are concerned. And I would really enjoy watching a producer actually trying to dissect and figure out if this is someone they worked on or if this is someone they know worked on, because then they can like maybe guess who the singer is you know what i'm saying exactly i think producer would be good and even if we just stick with nicole and robin that's fine but i think they should complement them with other professional artists and i think this show should have more emphasis on the singing aspect because it doesn't seem like the singing really matters it's just here's some clues here's someone in a costume guess who it is by the way, they're going to do a little show before you guess. And it feels like all of their guesses were based on body, which let's talk about the weirdest part of the show is when Robin Thicke looks at the unicorn and goes, she's slim. She's pretty. How you know? <laughs> How you know? What? Somebody online called him consent adjacent Robin Thicke. And I was like, that's exactly right. Based on that song. But how you know she's pretty or slim for that matter yeah they were like really confident in the shape of these bodies Mm -hmm. with very puffy large costumes that don't reveal much besides height which i don't know why they can't pick up on that but i've already commented on that enough they yeah it's we've already talked it's like watching you know what, whatever it's like assuming if someone has an afro or wearing a helmet or whatever that their height is with that like added thing. Yeah. It's like the same logic. Okay. Anyway, we do think that the panelists or judges could be improved. What did you think of having Nick Cannon as the host? He should have used maybe like a hairdryer or a diffuser. That's my first thought. So what's that? So it's like, it's a hairdryer that kind of has a hand attached. People use it, especially for curly hair. And you can kind of like more gently dry your hair. And it gets like in there deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of hair dryers, when you have curly hair like mine and Nick Cannon's, it'll make our hair like almost like, and yours. Yeah. You just don't grow your hair out that much. Um, It can get kind of dry and almost look crunchy. Mm. So the diffuser is like a gentler way to dry it. And I feel like you could have used something like that because as you said, he kind of looked like he had a jerry curl. But he had great sheen. That looked like healthy hair. He had the activator laid in there. (laughs) It looked good if that was what he was going for. Like that coming to America scene where they all sit up from the couch and the activator. (laughs) (laughs) All those wet spots. All those wet spots on the couch when that family of jerry curls gets up off of it. He would leave a wet spot. He would leave a wet spot. Yeah. You know, I'm not necessarily a Nick Cannon fan. I don't have anything against him, but I think this fits his style of hosting. He, I think that's really what he does a lot of nowadays. Yeah. And this just adds to that collection of Nick as the host. I think he does a solid, acceptable, whelming job. Whelming is the right word. 
But I think one thing about Nick Cannon, and he has a lot of views that I don't always agree with, but one thing that is interesting about Nick Cannon to me is a lot of people make fun of him because he's, you know, he's an okay actor, not a great rapper or musician, or at least hasn't put out great music. Mm-hmm. But the kid has stayed around, and I'm saying kid, even though he's, he's like maybe 10 years older or m- more than that than I am, but he has been in the industry at least on his way in since he was like 15 do you remember he was winning adult stand-up competitions like stand-up competitions of grown humans at like 15 16 years old yeah he's been working very steadily his entire life for like 20 something years exactly nick might not be a superstar but he is staying relevant a lot more relevant than other celebrities yes yes staying power there, there. You have to give him credit for that hustle. That's the right word. He is a hustler. He's hustled. He's always got a job. I don't think he's ever been off my TV. And that is truly how you have a good career. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, this is my last tangent. My favorite career in Hollywood is Dulé Hills. Because at like 22, he was in a movie with Freddie Prince Jr., was crashing on his couch, then got the job on West Wing, did that for seven years. While West Wing was winding down, got the job for Psych, started filming that the summer after West Wing was canceled or ended, filmed Psych for seven years, and then is on to a new show. I think he's on like Ballers now and a couple other things. An amazing career. And I don't think he's so famous that he can't like go to the grocery store. Like, I think he can still do stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Nick Cannon is too recognizable he's to too just recognizable. be like, walking around. But Dulé Hill was on two television powerhouses is and is on his third successful show even with all that can still probably go to trader joe's and getting all those syndication checks yes that man is swimming in syndication money audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership just go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs today download a free title and start listening Ooh, you know what title i would suggest downloading the Maze Runner. So it's actually a series. It was made into movies, but they changed so much stuff. You should really just listen to the audiobook version. Whole series is available on Audible by James Dashner. Yes, James Dashner is not the greatest person, but uh-huh. he wrote a really good book series. So give that a shot. I have a really unproblematic author recommendation. Perfect. I'm listening to Everything's Trash, but it's okay. Um, it's Phoebe Robinson's second book, and it's I would argue better, even better than her first book. And if you've already read all of the wonderful words of Phoebe Robinson or any other author, uh, even the problematic author of Maze Runner, remember you can select any other book of your choice for free. Well, to download your free audiobook today, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod. That's audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod for your free audiobook. Okay, guys, back to The Masked Singer. Did you know this was actually based off of a South Korean show called King of Mask Singer? King of... No, I did not know it was based on King of Mask Singer. Yeah, so it was super popular in Korea. They actually have a lot of music competition shows. Mm, I wonder if they'll get like decent international appeal for this show. I think it will depend on which celebrities they have as these 12 celebrities on the show. Mm -hmm. If it turns out some of these are like 
more famous than the panelists and the host. Word. Then I think it could do well overseas. I hope they get like a random good celebrity. It really sounded like T-Pain in that thing. And you and I guessed Paris Jackson for one of the ones that was like my family's famous and I'm stepping out. We did guess Nicole Richie for one. And that singer used autotune. So that could could be work out. Yeah, yeah, she was the one that grew up in Beverly Hills. Listeners, if you don't know already, we do give spoilers for the pilot episode. Yes. And in this first episode, the person who got revealed was the hippo, Antonio Brown, who is an NFL player. He's a very successful NFL player. But the thing is, this show was advertised as having 12 celebrities who are considered household names. Mm. And maybe I'm just not a big enough sports fan. Yeah. But I feel like I know a lot of those huge players. There are certain names that just everyone knows, even if you don't watch football. Yes, of course. OBJ, which is who they thought it was initially, Odell. Maybe you can tell me, me too. I just don't know if Antonio Brown is that household name. I think Antonio Brown is a household name for houses that watch football. But I feel like the people who are watching this show aren't necessarily the same audience who are familiar with pro bowlers. Or maybe it's like a bit of a Venn diagram situation. Yeah. His reveal kind of made me concerned about the caliber of celebrities. Oh my gosh. I know we're not talking about the judges anymore, but the first singer was someone who was supposed to be best friends with Michael Jackson back in the day, has been in Vegas for at least a decade, I think. Um, and is clearly a show person, has a decent voice, but for the most part is like a performer. Mm -hmm. The guesses for that person, who was 5'8", but let's disregard bodies. The guesses were Jimmy Kimmel, Hugh Jackman, or Zac Efron. And they only chose Hugh Jackman because that was his song from The Greatest Showman. Which is also why they were like, maybe a Zac Efron, because he, you know... He was he was there on set. He soaked up all them words. And then they were and then someone was like, or Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, known for his vocal stylings, Jimmy Kimmel. And Vegas. That's and, where and we Vegas. find Jimmy Kimmel. And then Teller was the last guess. Because yes, of course he would open his mouth after this many years. But this brings up a debate we had during the episode. Mm -hmm. Me being the optimist, I really hope the panelists know the identities of all of the celebrities and that they are basically trying to lead the audience down the wrong path by having these outrageous guesses. Sorry, I feel like I'm always the pessimist on this show. Well, I guess that was a, a you joining a cult was the other time I really shot your idea down. But yeah. I think <laughs> I, I just feel like for this show, if this were planned, mm -hmm. they would have better guesses because at least on my part, like, and maybe I'm just maybe too prideful of a person, but mm -hmm. I, if someone said Hollywood royalty and I knew who they were, I would not then guess Scary Spice. They're trying to stay as far away from the real identity. That's what makes me think they don't know the identity. Because if they knew, they would be a little bit more fun, in my opinion. Like, even if they were totally off, at least it would be in the realm of like, American singers for someone who says they're from California. I'm just being optimistic in that the producers are like, this is who it is. You say can say anything random. but this. So they're literally up there off the top of their heads like, who's a famous person? 
scary spice. And then afterwards, they're probably like, you know what? <laughs> wasn't my best moment, but I didn't say who it was. Are they doing that? You know what? Wasn't my best guess. So they're just doing that 10 times per night, Beach. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. I mean, this is all probably filmed in like a week. <laughs> For sure. I mean, th- so that's another thing. It's, it's my turn to be the turn to be the optimist. Uh, I felt like maybe the guesses were so poor because maybe they're exhausted. Oh, uh, okay. That's my hope is like they're half listening at best to the clues and mm-hmm. just kind of going with their gut. One of the videos we saw, it felt like they didn't see all of the same clues as us. <laughs> I'm being serious. Every single video we saw, it felt like they <laughs> didn't watch the same clues as us. Every single one. Either way, backstage, they're all mingling together, so they know who it is. I hope for the integrity of the show, the judges don't know who it is, but I don't know. Okay, here's my last question as we discuss this show. Okay. If you had to be involved with the masked singer, Mm-mm. would you want to be one of the masked singers? Would you want to be a panelist? Or maybe you want to be the host? I would want to be the host because the masked singer, one, I'm an untalented singer. Two, I would be hot and like deeply uncomfortable in the costume. So I would be hyperventilating while I, I'd be like, don't stop me now. Like it would just not be good. (laughs) And I wouldn't want to be one of the judges because I would be scared of sounding dumb. But I think host could be fun i wouldn't open it with a mariah carey joke like nick cannon does i would leave her alone Mm, even if she were my ex-wife i know they have a good relationship but oh if he could just keep my queen's name out of his mouth yeah i think you and i both could be good hosts of that show oh i wouldn't be the host what would you do i'd be like oh you always pose these hypotheticals and you're like oh i would be in the sound i would be in the av room just away from the nonsense behind the camera sitting in my director's chair (laughs) you always put you this is not fair it's not fair you always fall for it i give you options and you assume those are the only options because that's the nature of the hypothetical it's like Anyway, that is The Mask Singer. Unfortunately, with this format, it's going to take 10 episodes for us to find out the 12 celebrities. Can we briefly talk about that? So how do you feel about the fact that I did not realize we didn't get to find out all of the celebrities on episode one? How did you feel about the fact that they're revealing one at a time for the next several weeks while folding in, I guess, more people? So I came into it with the benefit of knowing that it was only going to be one. I had no idea. I was confused, though, when they got to the point where it's like, these are the three worst singers for the week. So I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I guess we will get three. But then they quickly were like, nope, you got to wait even longer. The worst of the three is Antonio Brown. I feel like in a singing competition, you get sucked in, especially when you fall in love with the characters and not the characters, the people and their hustle and their drive to like want to be a singer or a dancer or whatever the competition is. But in this Mm -hmm. case, these are already successful or at the very least wealthy people. So Mm -hmm. I don't care about whether they're able to like win this competition. Yeah. I think the format would be much better if it were just one celebrity against another in a costume 
a couple rounds, like they get a couple chances. Maybe they sing one ballad and one like up-tempo song or something. And yeah. then you pick a winner, but unmask both. Exactly. And we discussed this while we were watching. It would be good if they copied the format of like lip sync battle or drop yes. the mic. Yeah. 1v1. Maybe we find out the loser. The winner can go on to some like special finale episode. Maybe, maybe, but I don't, I wouldn't wait that long to find out. But yeah, don't give us six people in costumes and only tell us the identity of one of them. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel like, do you want to just go into ratings? Because I'm about to reveal my rating. Let's do it. So our ratings for any new listeners are would watch again seriously, would watch again casually, would watch while folding laundry, so a little bit distracted, would watch with wine, kind of salacious, or would not watch again. And for me, I don't think it fits any of them. Like, I wouldn't catch it when it's on. Mm-hmm. I would maybe, like, flip through it. So maybe record it and, and like, literally fast forward every 30 seconds until the reveal. So just, like, okay. hear a little bit of each person singing. And I would recommend yeah. this to other people, too, because I personally got a little bit bored. Mm-hmm. Or, honestly, I may just I may just watch the last five minutes of each episode just to see the people that I saw singing or read it. But even those, it's if I remember to, because I just wasn't grabbed by this pilot to the point where I would even remember to read a recap in a few weeks to see who the monster is. Yeah, I'm pretty similar. I would not watch again. Personally, I would recommend it to people who like reality singing competitions, because I think this is a solid addition to that genre. That's a really good point. But like you, I think it's really going to be, if I remember two months from now, I will check (laughs) the Wikipedia to see who everyone is. Yes. If I don't, I'll just never know. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think I genuinely feel like maybe two months from now, I'll see a commercial for the mask singer that's like, catch the finale episode tonight. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah. And maybe... In that moment, if I'm not doing something else, I'll remember to go on Wikipedia and check that little grid when they do reality shows. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And then move on. Wow. I am like Raven. I just saw into my future. Slash Raven's Home is a good show. Well, guys, thanks for listening. This is our start to 2019. We'll have more reviews to come. But if you want to check out some of our 2018 reviews, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com and you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a review and a rating. It really makes a difference and helps other people find us. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can find us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast and you can send show suggestions, feedback, questions to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening.